You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. I almost forgot who I was for a second. I (laughs) mess up my own name. Uh, This week, it's Thor. (laughs) And, uh, you know, kudos to Thor for making a bunch of money. And uh, finally... That's a lot of money. Finally, Top Gun is down to about four, maybe, or something. And uh, and other things are are making money. Yeah. but this week we're doing Thor. Before we get into Thor, which I feel like could play, could take up plenty of time. In, yeah, <laughs> and, sure. Uh, and who knows? But real quickly, I want to run through some stuff. Um, unfortunately, right now I don't have a super lot of other options except like mm-hmm. the Gray Man is coming out on Friday on Netflix. Have you seen any of that yet? You've and uh, I've seen a I've seen a fair amount of it. I haven't seen like a screener of it yet. It looks um, both like it could be good and it looks like it could be bad. Like, yeah, it I, just it, it is a movie. As far as I can tell right now, it is a movie where I think yeah. anyway. You watch a couple of trailers for that, and if you think you're gonna like it, then you're probably gonna like okay. it. And if you think, hmm, this looks screwball, right. then you're going to watch it and think, well, this is just screwball Got it. Right. goofiness, right? Yeah. Um, it, it looks a lot like, uh, I would say, the people in this are more fun for me, right? Yeah. But it looks sort of like um, that rock movie where it's all... The skyscrapers. I don't even oh, remember yeah, right. the name. I think of that it was movie. skyscraper, um, wasn't it? Maybe. I don't know. But it's all like, right. you know, you jump out of a building yeah. and yeah. whatever. Right. Like uh, you know, Fast and the Furious where they I love it. They drive you out the it. one tower, they fall, Abu Dhabi crash into yeah. the other tower, and you, you know, it's like uh it. however nonsensical. <laughs> like it's it's almost like, you know, the Fast and the Furious. I almost feel like they're doing this on purpose at this point because yeah. they're kind of creating like their own rating system of yeah. like goofiness. Yeah, no, I know right? what you mean. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like the first one yep. is like, you know, pretty fun action driving. Yeah. It's a Hell little yeah. it's a little goofy, you know, it's but but you know, mostly it's kind of like, hey man, let's have a good time. Right. And like every movie just gets like goofier. Right. Right. And I mean, we're about four movies away from half of it being <laughs> animated well dude did, being like a cartoon this is i mean i'm i vaguely remember i remember distinctly the first few perfectly strangely perfectly but i vaguely remember the like the last two or three and how different they are i know Charlize theron's in them but uh, the did last, they go to space oh yeah yeah okay they, see because i was gonna say they, wasn't in a, a car joke? they went to right? space yeah, in yeah. a car all right now there's yeah. nothing left yeah uh so I, I used left, to say all they got to do is go to space, <laughs> right? But now they're up there in like um, a El Dorado or something. Oh yeah, yeah. wait, that's right. Because now I remember they were in the car in the orbit. Bo- okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. yeah I can't, I can't, I can't subscribe to that. <laughs> I can't that's even such, talk about that's it. So anymore. stupid now. Um, yeah, so I don't know where this falls in in exactly. They the were selling sandwiches <laughs> like four years ago, <laughs> and in in the character arc of this, they're like superheroes. Yeah. Oh God, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, but it but it looks to Jesus, me I hate that film. mostly pretty good, and I think especially yeah. because the people in it uh, are good have enough you know charisma to like pull you pull along. it off. Okay. And, and it looks it looks pretty. Fun. That's Friday, right? You said yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Friday. And uh, so mm-hmm. I did want to run through uh, some stuff that's going on, just because as we've been talking about, if you listen to us religiously, as you all do, you should. Uh, you know that I've been trying to expose people to some stuff that's coming yeah. out yeah. Uh, on streaming stuff and like what shows are out, what movies are out that are just on streaming. Because as I said, what is coming up and what has happened for most of the year is you get like the big things, then there's going to be like a big break, right? And yeah. we're coming up on a pretty big break. Right. Uh, this, for whatever reason... Uh, movies have abandoned like the Summer next structure. the next couple of months, yeah. uh, almost altogether. As far as 
giant things. Right. Not that there's no good movies or anything. Yeah, right. No, but, but it used to be. But this week, so we got Thor. Now this week coming out is going to be Nope, which oh, yeah. is going to make a lot of money. <sighs> yeah, it is. Uh, it no is. matter how uh, hesitant I am to believe that I'm going to like It'd it. It'd be great all, if it was right? good. It would be great if it was good. But his last two movies Not good. made a ton of money and everybody loved them. Yeah. And I Except couldn't stand them. I hated them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so uh, who knows? So if you're listening to us and you thought those were good, then you probably got a good you're movie coming. Dig uh, this. Yeah. You're probably okay on that score, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, just to uh, run through what's coming up, right? Uh, so I also want to throw out real quick. Netflix also has the animated movie. The sea beast is out mm. and that really was pretty good. And, uh, it's, you know, a kind of fun adventure. It is as my own kid kept saying while watching it, weirdly reminiscent of how to train your dragon, right? right? It's almost like you've got the same general arc, right? Because it's like everybody hunts the dragons everybody right. hunts the sea beast yep then it turns out uh do we need to be hunting them or, yeah. or you know right. whatever and uh but it's like ships and pirates and cool you know the whole thing and, it's, and it's a it's a really fun adventure but even like the main really badass beast yeah which oddly seems nowhere as badass as some of the earlier things we kill Right, but don't right. pay too don't much do, attention yeah, to that, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, looks very similar to, like, uh, you know, the dragons. The Especially like the dragon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Those eyes uh, and that, that face of the snout look, and that mouth. And, yeah. Look yeah, very yeah. similar. Uh, anyway, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And the best thing that I liked about it is uh, it seemed. You know, really respectful of its audience, right? It didn't yeah. like talk down to kids watching it. It's got serious stuff that happens and it just, you know, does it. It just <laughs> says cool. what it's saying and, uh, and says, look, man, kids can understand what we're talking about and we don't have to pretend like they're dumb and we yep. can do serious things and have characters that are complicated and, you know, whatever. So yeah. it, was, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, which uh, leads me to the uh, nothing that's coming out for a long time. But oh. uh, if you get a chance, I do want to throw out uh, since Nope is coming out, but also coming out is a movie with Alan Cumming that's uh, documentary ish because it's got actors. Right. So. right. <laughs> but it's still a documentary. But it's called My Old School. And it is. Uh, Weirdly fabulous if you can huh. get behind watching a, a documentary right. of, of sure. this kind of thing. But it's about the uh, true story of this guy who went to some high school in England, whatever this guy's name is. Yeah. It was it was in like 95-ish, yeah. uh, somewhere around there. And it's like this guy went back to high school and pretended to be a 17-year-old kid when he was like 30. He like he actually had gone himself to that school and then and then when he's about 30, he like went back huh. and then it, I think he even graduated and he wanted <laughs> to go to medical school. And I don't, I don't know anything else about the story. Right. I don't know. Right. Why this crazy guy did this yeah. or what ended up happening. There was a apparently like just media frenzy over the whole idea that this happened and stuff. Wow. But anyway, um, but it looks like a pretty good movie. Um, yeah, this looks great. Looking at the trailer right now with Alan Cumming, it's like, you know, the guy refused to be, you know, taped, but we're going to have right, Alan, we're right. going to have Alan he, like do this. He's he, going to interpret they, this. Right. They have interviews. <laughs> like, this is great. They have interviews with the actual guy. Yeah. But then he wouldn't be on film. So they've got Alan Cumming. This looks, this looks like really good. Being him. And, and when then he like, wouldn't be and right, everybody right. else. Yeah, this looks great. Yeah. So it's uh, it's great. It's really crazy. So then the next week we get to like the 29th, <laughs> right? You get super pets. So oh, yeah. hooray for that. Right. I don't know. Um, I suppose that'll make some money because it's an animated thing. And right. we can uh, have something else. for the kids. And uh, the only other thing really coming out is Vengeance, which is the BJ Novak movie. Oh, yeah. 
which looks pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, the guy from the office. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he did a lot of writing on the office. Actually, he yeah. wrote like, uh, several complete episodes, but then also he's just, you know, he had like writing credit. I don't know exactly how much of what he wrote, but he had writing credit, like the whole series. Like he was in the writing in the room. He was, right. he, he was, was one of the contributing writers. He was whatever, but he does have credit for several whole episodes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, but it's like a comedy mystery thriller. So <laughs> so it's like, uh, spin that together. I don't yeah. know. He investigates some murder or something, but it's like a comedy. And I don't, right. I don't know that much about it. But uh, then you get to August 5th. You've got Bullet Train and Bodies, right. Bodies, Bodies yeah. are like as big as it gets, right? right. You've got uh, this just horrible looking dumbass train movie. I can't wait. <laughs> this is the kind and, of dumb uh, thing that I'm up for. And I mean it. I, I star studded kind of death on the Nile thing. Just give it to me. Go yeah, for it. But it, it looks, uh, it looks insanely goofy. So it either it totally does, either it's just horrible or it's kind of, campy greatness. I think it, I hope it's campy. If right? it's horrible, it's going to suck. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It looks very weird. And then bodies, bodies, bodies yeah. is uh Pete Davidson's in it. It's yeah. about, you know, some party at some mansion with a bunch of 20 year olds. And then they all start killing each other yeah. or something. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. It looks, right. it looks bonkers. It looks Pete Davidson. Yeah. Is what it looks. It does look Pete Davidson. So if you're a huge fan of him, then you're, you're good to go. Then you get to, uh, August 12th. And the only big things you have are Emily the Criminal, with which is a Aubrey Plaza movie, which looks really good. Mm-hmm. Might not be, but it looks it really looks good. good. But it's not like a big giant, you know. Thing. Yeah, right. It's not but, a big risk thing. But it looks like a, a good she's movie. Great. And uh, yeah, I wish there was more of her in general. Yeah. Actually, she's really she's, she's really good. Um, and then uh, also that week is a movie called Fall, which is about mm-hmm. uh, these two women basically get trapped on top of a 2000 foot radio tower. Yeah. And there's like six total people in the movie. And (laughs) I think four of them are only in like the first 15 minutes. (laughs) Right. And then other than that, it's these two women on top of this pole. Yeah. And then they're trying to get down. Right. And they're, they're like, if you watch the trailer, what you get, I think is like the first five minutes of the movie. Oh yeah. In the trailer, because it's like, we see the story of, uh, you know, she, she was a climber. And her boyfriend or whatever <coughs> died yeah. while they were climbing. And now it's a year later and she doesn't want to do any climbing, right. you know, and whatever. She's got PTSD from the whole, I watched my boyfriend fall off this mountain right next I saw to me. This whatever. Movie. This was cliffhanger. And then, uh, and then her friend convinces her to climb up this 2000 foot tower. Some friend. And they get to the top and, you know, things go wrong. And now sure. they're trapped up there. Right. And then hilarity ensues right. for 90 minutes, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, it looks uh, fabulous. Then you get to August 19th and you get uh, Beast, which is uh, yep. Idris Elba, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, and it's like Cujo, but a lion. Right. And we're out on the safari and we have to you know, run away from the lion all over the place. And yeah. Hilarity. There we ensues. go. And, yeah. And then you get to, uh, the 31st and you got Idris Elba again, because the only thing coming out, uh, then is 3000 years of longing, which oh, is yeah. Tilda Swinton, Idris Elba. Just... It looks interesting, but it, it looks, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> it looks like a Tilda Swinton movie, you know, like yeah. I like a lot of her movies actually. Right. I don't know how to sell them to people right. most of the time, right? We they're were just like, talking about this goofy. last week. Where and I was sometimes like, I hate them. I so. randomly saw that trailer and thought, this is some Baron Munchausen, Terry Gilliam right. stuff. Like it's, I got excited and then I right. realized, oh, it's not Gilliam, but still, right. it's, I'm in for George Miller. It, it's really... He's amazing. It, it's really weird. Yeah, I can't and, wait to see that. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like it'll be good, but it looks like, you know... It's risky. Like I said, if you go back the last 10 years... Probably half of Tilda Swinton's movies I really like. Some of them I really, really like. I don't know who the hell I recommend them to, though, right? right? Because that that person already saw them. Yeah. Or or that person already knows, right? right? I mean, anyway, they're uh, they're a little weird. And that leads us into September, which is pretty bleak as well. There's and and really until you get to something really big or something you're well into October and stuff like black Adam and, and uh, get into that kind of time. Yeah. 
But in between, man, it's like, uh, you know, it's few and far between. Nope is like the biggest thing that comes out next. for a couple of months. Yeah. So, so right. it's rough. And, uh, as time goes on, we will try to, uh, steer you towards some streaming right. things to watch. Pepper in. Which, uh, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of good shows. There's a even, lot of stuff. Even, um, it's not exactly streaming, right? Because it's on oh, regular sorry. whatever, but AMC, you know, I get them all yeah, screwed up because, uh, they all have their plus. Yeah. And then right, it's like, yeah. which things are only on the plus and which are actually going to air. Uh, but they got that moon moon. What the hell is that? one called that new show it's not moonfall because uh, that was the Halle berry thing and it's not moon shadow no no that's, uh, it's uh it's there's i know you, you know people on the moon yeah i forget what it's called. no i know <laughs> i forget what I it's called I it but uh i did watch the pilot of that it was a while ago actually and now i think that show might even be on like the second or third episode but that's like a pretty decent show yeah um but there's a lot of stuff coming up on streaming that we will uh, keep you surprised. Yeah, Moonhaven. That's, that's right. what it was. Um, because man, it you, it's going to be rough yeah. for uh, for a while. All right. Anyway, so Thor, uh, Love and right, Thunder and everything. Uh, so I uh, I am going to have a rough time. I don't know what your uh, what your thoughts on this were, but I've already had. Uh, you know, running with my own kids on this one because oh, yeah? uh, they liked it. So, so I, I am kind of, of two minds and I think to be uh, truly fair and objective and movie criticy, you know, on the, on the one hand, I feel like I have to give this movie like a three and a half. Hmm. Cause uh, that's about how much I could, you got into I, it. I yeah. could, that's about how much I could make myself like it, right? Yeah. And on the other hand, uh, it, it's almost like a new level of zero, right? Because <laughs> because I'm just pissed that this movie exists. Right. I just hate everything about it. I hate that it got made. I hate uh, all of the, almost all of the writing. There are a couple of scenes in the movie that I liked fairly well. Mm-hmm. That I would have liked more, I think, if I had just saw those scenes and not yeah. had to see the whole All movie. Separate, like yep. if, like if I could have just watched like a ten minute YouTube of <laughs> yeah, here's some the hits, fan made, right, the cut, something. I yeah. don't know. Um, but so at the end of the day, I mean, I give it three and a half because uh, if I remove myself sufficiently from right, I don't know, all of my own biases that don't necessarily uh, fairly translate onto the movie. Yeah. Three and a half is like the best I could get. Uh, so, I mean, that's my rating. That's a little better. But also I, I hate it. But so the kids, <laughs> your kids love it, right? Or whatever. No, they, but they liked it. They liked uh, it. They liked then, it. So they'd be like fine. five, five and a half, six. They'd be. No, they'd probably even be higher than that. Yeah. Okay. Really. I think. Um, but it's not nine or 10 for them. I see. It's. No, know, but it's I think solid. it's like seven to eight to, you know, yeah. liked it pretty well and had a good time. Yeah. I thought I thought I was gonna like it um, a bit more than you, and it turns out we hated it about the same. I gave it three and a half. Oh. You know, I, th- there's a there's an interesting story here. I had I had a bunch of thoughts. I jotted down little snippets of things to try to remember to talk about. I probably won't remember all of them, but I thought it, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, it's Ragnarok Part Two, whatever they want to call it. And I think that I think that. On some level, after now having seen the film, you certainly get the trailer version of that movie. Right. You know, but I don't know that there's any other film there, really, if there had been a different trailer, because it's not it's not hiding anything. It's not focusing on only jokes. And then the film itself is like this Shakespearean drama. It's not anything other than what that trailer gives you, which in some ways feels like a bunch of beautiful looking snippets of mindless action set to Guns N' Roses. Right. That that's pretty close, you know. Deep down, there's there's an interesting idea here where, um, you know, there's an idea here, a story about people worshiping gods and those gods being fallible or just cruel, and what happens to the people who find false gods and hold those gods accountable. Now that works because Christian Bale's character becomes a god killer when his god just basically 
plays indifferent and doesn't care that his whole family, let alone his child, and his culture and his history are all wiped out because it doesn't matter. Someone else will worship me tomorrow. Right. And there's an interesting thing that could have happened there with what was left of Asgard for Thor because he's a god. And they could have held them accountable. There could have been a great parallel story of symmetrical arcs going both we like one god, we don't like the other. There's a whole lot of stuff to mine here. It's not even remotely close to being addressed in this film. Right. You know, there's there's a thing. It's funny to talk about the end. And this is no spoiler. And I mean the credits. Like at the end of the credits, it says Thor will return. And one of the things I kept hoping for was another scroll where it just said, but Taika Waititi will not. Right. You know, in my mind, this is, this isn't, I mean, it's not my mind. There are four Thor films outside of, you know, the canon of the Avengers and all the other stuff that he might appear in. The second film is still pretty bad from what I remember. I haven't watched The Dark World in a long time. The first film got a lot of, you know, took a lot of beatings. And I don't think it's that bad of a movie. Not because I'm devoted to Kenneth Branagh, but I actually think it's an okay film. It's just slow. Yeah. And it's ages ago when we already know what we know about these characters. I'm not a fan of the last two movies. I, I don't, I mean, we've talked about this briefly. Like, I'm kind of sick of Taika Waititi, Taika Waititiing. Right. And that whole shtick, like what you said before, and you've said it a bunch of times, if you think you're going to like this movie, either because the trailer looked good or you liked or loved Ragnarok, you're going to be all over this film. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't like Thor Ragnarok. I, I love the way these movies of his look, but it's really style over substance. And for me, there's so much material here to be mined and explored. And instead, they just... They chose someone who's gotten commercial success and they're doubling down on it. And I think that that's ultimately the reason that these aren't very good movies. Yeah. And I and I didn't even dislike Ragnarok nearly as much as you. Right. Or nearly as much as this movie. Right. I thought Ragnarok, uh, for me, was almost like, you know, the gateway drug to this movie. Yeah. Right. It was like uh, you had earlier Marvel movies. And then Ragnarok was like, okay, but what if, you know, right. we were just like really silly about everything and, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. but it, but not anywhere near like this movie is. Yeah. It was trying to like bridge a gap that I would prefer not be bridged. Right. But so while it was doing that, I didn't dislike it that much. I didn't like it. Right. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but you already hated that one a lot more yeah. than me. <clears throat> But I felt like that movie still had enough of, you know, like whatever, the other side of the bridge sure. or whatever right. it was that I was like, ah, fine. And, you know, in in Ragnarok, uh, I, I liked uh, Taika Waititi's character. Yeah. The the rock. The rock guy. guy right. right. Uh, um, I yeah. thought I thought he worked in that movie. Yeah. He just was like a bit of a screwy comic relief right. uh, kind of a thing. In this movie, he can hardly, like, stand out, right? right? It's like, he's like a silly little thing, but now he's like a silly little thing in a sea of silly things, right? right? So he's kind of useless, and and he doesn't get, uh, despite the fact that he's in it a bit, right? Right. He doesn't get that much to do because we have other silly things to do. And the worst part about this movie is sort of like you said— if you had this movie and almost the exact same story, except some of the things about the story, we would obviously have to change. But if you had like the bigger arc of this story and gave it to, you know, like Christopher Nolan in the first Batman movie, yeah, this would have been an awesome movie. Yeah. Like there is a story here that you could do interesting things with <clears throat> that, you know, I assume actually relates to some comic book. Somewhere, right? Effort, story somewhere. Yeah, I mean, right. not that I would have known it or whatever. Yeah. But this movie is, uh, I mean, it's just, it's so, like, if you're a really serious comic book fan and have been for a long time and really, you know, this is, uh, like, offensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is a movie, uh, like I've said many times before about many other comic book movies, this is a movie that's, like, by people who don't like comic right. books, who don't like people who like comic books, (laughs) right? right? Who think that people who like comic books are idiots, right? And 
okay, fine. You like idiot stuff, so I'll give you this idiot stuff. Right. And it's just, it's hor- it, it's like uh, horrible to watch all this stupid stuff because it's really like, um, you know, not making a comic book movie, but making like a cartoon movie, you right. know, like, you know, what you like is Scooby-Doo because you're eight years old. So fine. Here's a Scooby-Doo Here movie or whatever. And I think this movie, uh, I, you know, I've been thinking about this because like my kids liked it and I hated it. And they, and, and their response <laughs> to that was what, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it, if you like this movie, right. But you also don't like the He-Man movie from like, yeah, the, the Dolph late '80s or whenever Frank that Langella. came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get but out you of the way. don't like that, then you know you are right. uh, you're just basically admitting that throwing more money at it and you're better mar- marketing snob. will convince you that something's good right. when, it when it's garbage. Yeah. I mean, that movie was garbage. Yeah, and universally hated. Yeah, because. It was the exact same thing. It was a right. movie made by people who hated the idea that anyone liked this cartoon in the first place. <laughs> right? It's yeah. like it's like some kind of, you know, like film snobs yeah. had to make a movie about whatever. It's like it's like some uh, you know, philosophy professor is forced at gunpoint to make a movie about wrestle professional right. wrestling. Right. And they go, only people who like professional wrestling are morons. So fine, I'll make a movie. Yeah, for I'll, that. I'll give them a movie. Right. Here yeah. you here you go. And it'll be <laughs> right. as dumb as, you know, anything that could happen. Uh, but this movie is in many ways, like so eerily similar to the He-Man mm. movie. Like the more I started thinking about it, the I'll more I was like, look, this. man, it's just dumb ass stuff happening that none of it makes any sense. And right. it doesn't matter that it makes any sense <laughs> right. because you're stupid. Yeah. Right. And uh, we'll look at He-Man every once in a while and hooray. Be right? that. Except that this movie has Taika Waititi, who's trying to work in like a lot of comedy whenever right. he can. Right. right. He wants... Uh, stuff to be kind of uh, goofy and Thor to be sort of like foppish, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, uh, he's kind of like a, the hapless buffoon who gets there in the end anyway, or right. like whatever. Just because that's like his comedy sensibility is we're going to do stuff and it's going to be like funny. Like we have that meeting with Zeus, right? Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't know, is there something serious happening? Are people like dying? Well, yeah, but also like, look how funny this is that, you know, Zeus is kind of like a effeminate doofus and yet he's the leader of the God of God, whatever. And it's just, it's all so goofy and you get to like very serious stuff about the God killer. Like the weirdest thing Mm -hmm. in this movie is, you know, like the first 10 minutes, I was yeah. like, shit, this movie's going to rock. In. We're in. Right? Right, yeah. Yep. <laughs> this movie's going to be awesome. Me too. And then all of a sudden it goes, so that's the movie we're not making, mm-hmm. but it relates you know, to the story of the movie we are making, right. so we had to show it to you. And then, and then all of a sudden it's like, the what? funny transition between that first 10 minutes where we learn who Gore is, Christian Bale's character, and why he's going to be the the antagonist that he is the only thing that's missing between that and then taika waititi and you know injecting himself into more of the film with all of his weird like voiceovers is a needle drop like really i was waiting for the just go (laughs) and then it just started like playing guns and roses or something not really because if and and i was i thought also when we watched it i went this isn't like the trailer at all what the hell are we about to do for two hours this is great Right. And that that opening scene with Christian Bale and the gods, I actually thought, I don't know Taika Waititi because I, I love Jojo Rabbit. I don't, I don't just bash on the guy because, because I think he's talented. I think he has an incredible, I think he has a good skill set and an incredible opportunity. And I think what he's doing is basically just sort of languishing in this nobody say cut, we'll just run this joke until it's really not funny. But I think... Like you've said before, I think it'll be funny. Then if we keep it going like a skit show, it'll be unfunny. And then it'll be so unfunny, it's funny again. So film all of it. Right, right. That's how I'm used to seeing him now. 
the first 10 minutes of this film, I went, I, I have no idea What's what, gonna what he can right. do because this is outstanding. Like, it is really exciting. And then, and then it's just a lot of easy work because I remember, like you said, this was right after Guardians of the Galaxy came out and popped big. Right. And I thought, and they were talking about making some changes to the Thor film. And I thought, oh, they're going to start putting Guardians filters over everything. We're going to try to mine the goofy slapstick hilarity of things. And I think that's a mistake for certain heroes, especially one like this. Look, Thor at this point in the film, even with the brevity of and the lightheartedness of Ragnarok, which is, you know, the end. And not the movie, I mean like the event for, for Norse gods. He's lost his mother. He's lost his father. He's lost his brother. He's lost his kingdom. He's lost his home. His friends are gone or time traveling or just... He should be terribly affected and melancholy and he should be moody. He should be a god of thunder. You should be in a room with him and lightning should just explode overhead because he's having an angry moment. And he should be drowning his sorrows in beer the way he often does in all the stories. But instead, it's easier to just bro him. Right. And make him the butt of a cosmic joke, which by proxy is really, really close to telling me I'm an idiot. And I didn't like that kind of filmmaking. And I don't think, though there is room for Thor to be this guy, he is absolutely the most uneven character in the MCU because the same guy who held a star open to create Stormbreaker and was pissed that he didn't go for the head the first time, that's not this guy. Right. This guy is an alternate version of that guy who's had like every good day given to him and never a bad day at all. And I don't, again, I often say this, like, I don't want every film to be the Dark Knight serious. I don't want it to be dark and gloomy and loaded with like real world problems, but I want it to be consistent and I want it to be thoughtful. And before, you know, before you I jump over again, even one small thing, which I thought in considering the neat idea of bringing Natalie Portman's character back, I thought she's not well written at all for being a major part of this story. And it's not because she doesn't pass the Bechdel test with, Tessa Thompson at all, or they barely pass it. It's that I thought she was well-conceived. I thought the idea was actually kind of interesting, but well done, not at all. Like, but they and didn't, that, they and didn't that's the do whole problem with, with the it, film. Right? There's yeah. actually a good film idea here about what's happening, and it's just so fumbled at every opportunity right. because we want to go for what is, in essence, bare ass or fart jokes. Or, yeah, it's like... Because it's easy. It's like... Uh, Especially in this one, you know, it's like we have a kind of a like threes company yep. filter we have to run everything through and everything has to be like some goofy joke. And, you know, like you said, it's kind of Guardians of the Galaxy ish where we'll have a bunch of action, but then people have to be, you know, quipping and throwing right. out zingers and yep. and and doing their little funny lines. And then somebody has to say, I am Groot or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to have like right. this dopiness. Yeah follow everything and we can't even have a serious story because anything where we might touch on something real or serious uh we have to basically like slather that with uh you know the axe is jealous of the hammer yeah. and and thor is you know reconnecting with the hammer and seeing his old girlfriend right the hammer right and all that you know and and you know like you were just saying that was like a little bit funny for like 10 seconds yeah but it's like eight minutes of this movie right, right? right. It, we keep going back it to keeps it popping we up. have to yeah. like say it again and again some of the time that we do say it, tell that joke we tell that joke for a really long time mm -hmm. i mean and everything is like that everything is uh, you know, you really love the eighties, right? Yeah. I really like the A team yeah, and right. yeah. Three's Company yeah. and all this like goofiness piled on top of other goofiness. Yeah. And you know, like when we get to that thing with Zeus, like look how cool this looks. Mm -hmm. Also, I have like a 
really moronic story about what's going to happen here. Right. And so hooray for that. Like we find new ways for, uh, you know, they're disguised and then, you know, Oh wait, no, we'll take off our disguises, you yeah. know, because we have to have some, right. you know, goofy humor thrown into like every second of what happens when this is actually like a really cool story right. going on. Right. Yep. And, yep. but we can't do anything that might, you know, be a, about something or right. <laughs> I mean, or have just a, like anything or even have a consequence you know the consequences here which again one of the frustrating things about the film for me is it's just so uneven and, and i keep saying that but in this regard i mean okay it starts off i would say quite seriously and then it gets very jokey and again is korg you know if you liked the funny thing is, if you liked whatever you liked in Ragnarok, so if you liked the Led Zeppelin theme, if you liked Taika Waititi as Korg in the background being like the funny R2 unit, if you liked all the jokes and the thing that only Guardians of the Galaxy has done, thankfully, but in essence, a dance-off with the villain. Right, right. If you like that stuff, we're going to give you more. And the problem with giving you more is you actually sort of, you wind up, I always think of the, I always think of the uh, Michael Keaton film, uh, multiplicity where he keeps cloning himself. Oh yeah, yeah. And eventually, you know, it's not necessarily PC terms, but I remember the the actual idea of the character was he cloned himself so many times he had the idiot version of himself right. that was just sitting there, and you realize you photocopy a photocopy enough, it's ineligible. Right. Here, you know, there's just there's all this attempt to do all these different things, and if there was just a consequence once, and we've proven that these heroes have consequences the movie does all these jokey dumb bro frat keg stand kind of things just to get to a point where then it wants to hush you and say no no wait this is serious look she's she's sick and he's in trouble and this is a god killer and he could really kill everybody but it doesn't earn any of it the fun thing that they could have done was to say you know there is there is a taxation on being a hero. And sometimes that comes with heroes literally putting their lives on the line. Like it sucks to put on a cape or pick up the hammer. And maybe there's going to be a day where when you pick up a hammer, you realize I actually am going to sacrifice something here. By the time it comes to that point in the film and it really does come to it, I don't care. Right, right. Because it's done nothing to leverage the seriousness with joking moments, what it's done is thrown tons of comedy at me, like it's a skit show on closed caption TV, right. and then say, well, we got to have something here for the for the diehards. There's not a moment here where Thor grows or advances as a character, and none of the other characters around him seem interested in it. They bring back things just to sort of do it. Like when, when Lady Sif is brought back, I thought, why? That doesn't right. make any sense at all. Right. You know, and, and I get, you trade up a little bit. So Kate Blanchett turns into Christian Bale. Jeff Goldblum now becomes Russell Crowe. You're, you're doing these star cameo things, and it doesn't improve anything. No. No, and the whole, the whole scene where we have all these cameos. Yeah. And I won't even, like, spoil the cameos. Because right. I mean, okay. why not? A little bit of fun, and, but... Uh, there is this there is this part in the movie where all of a sudden um we go to like whatever it's like they've made like a a kind of camp slash right. amusement park out right. of out of the whole thing yeah and it comes with uh kind of a flurry of little cameos where people are mm -hmm. in the movie for a couple minutes where you've got like some big name people who, you know, spent like four hours right. and now they're in the movie and stuff. And it is horrible. It is like, mm -hmm. I think, uh, without even trying to exaggerate, is probably one of the worst scenes in a movie that I've seen in years. Yeah. It's all so awful and like just nonsensically pandering to... Yeah. To no one, yeah. really. To <laughs> to who, really? To, like, who do they think that's pandering to yeah. except themselves? Yeah, I, I don't even know. But it's just goofy and awful. And and frankly, I think less of of everyone right, for who, doing who it. is involved. Yeah. I love in it when you get right? to that point because where you're just, like, 
It's just so bad. And it's just so sadly, uh, you know, yeah, I'll take a check. Sure. I mean, you know, like, come on, right. There's, there's nothing going on, but, uh, you know, like you were talking about the, the more you get through the movie, the more awful it just becomes because the movie wants to be a cartoon, right? Yeah. The movie wants to be, uh, and, and not a good cartoon right. either, but it wants it wants to be a goofy cartoon, and it's got this really interesting story actually. Mm-hmm. That ultimately, it's almost like it's it kind of making fun of the story itself too. Like yeah. this is a story that you know and my own ignorance of the comic book world at this point, like I have no idea if this is truly closely related to something that happens in the comics or not. It's like, you know, Thanos, like I know that story because it's an old story. It's an old, yeah. Um, And I know how it's uh, wrong in the movies and totally different. And they changed all this stuff about it and made it like 10 times worse and pissed me off. But like this one, I don't even know exactly uh, where things are going. But it's basically at this point, uh, in the movie kind of like this is the kind of story that you like in comics right and uh here's why you're stupid for thinking that was the good part of the right. story in the first place right because yeah. there's actually this whole interesting thing that you could explore about gore mm-hmm. killing gods and there's something about the sword right where it has some kind of sentience yeah. or it is connected to some other evil sentience right. that we never even talk about. It doesn't again, even hint it. Right. Yeah. It doesn't even yeah. uh, tell you, it doesn't even tell you what's going on. Right. It's like, who cares what's going on? Uh, I'm going to just throw this thing where the sword is like talking to him right. at the beginning. Right. Right. And yet it's like, uh, you know, whatever. Right. We don't have budget for those five minutes right. where we would explain what's going on or talking about that at all. Yeah. And the whole thing is, uh, you know, he's clearly right. He's uh, he stumbles into the perfect moment. Right. Where the sword is there. Yep. <laughs> and had he not stumbled and into that, per- yeah. per- that perfect moment. Right. Yeah. And he meets his own God that his civilization has worshipped and, you know, turns on the whole idea of the gods and all this stuff and goes on for God knows how long. Yeah. Uh, How long has he been doing this? Is it really like a couple of months like it seems like in the movie? Or has he just been somewhere else killing other gods for a long time? Like. No one knows what's going on, right? right? And then we get to the end, and there's something about how he's apparently extended his lifespan. Yeah. But when did he do that? Right. Because that would have been because the movie can't be bothered to yeah. tell you anything about its own story. And, it, you know, that would be a really interesting thing to explore how this guy who just hates the fact that there are gods, right, is essentially after a God in the end. Right. It's just a different theory of gods, And it's like this whole transition in this story from Norse, like polytheistic religion to, you know, monotheistic, very vague, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of a religion of, of who it is you're worshiping. Right. And he's just doing that. Right. Right. He's just making that transition, not actually killing all the gods. And like the whole thing is like this, like, you know, parable of how we transitioned in what we thought of as religions. Does anybody talk about any of that no. ever in the movie? And, and you no, know why? because there's like uh, we could see Thor with his shirt off that's one it, more time, right? <laughs> and and that's when I get mad at Watiti because we've seen films where they were clearly saying you're an idiot, you right, bought this right. ticket, you're so dumb. I'll take your money twice. That's how close this gets because he doesn't think we can handle that as an audience. That it would be interesting to right, us right. at all. That it, it would be more beneficial to just look at the shiny thing. Listen to goats scream. Right. And right. the first time it's funny. Right. And the second time it's funny. The third through eighth time, it isn't. 
I suck because the ninth time it's funny. Exactly. You know, and God I was just damn gonna it, say that. Right. I hate that it is funny again. Right. But that whole thing that's happening there, you're, I mean, you're totally right. And I mean, not that I'm lacking for things to bash on, but I, I, I never quite understood. Maybe I was dialed out of the film mentally anyway. There's a moment where Gore comes to New Asgard and decides to take a bunch of Asgardian kids to try to entice Thor into a trap so he can kill another god. Right. What do you need the kids for? Right. What, yeah. what is this whole... Su- I mean, you've got now a whole subplot because in Taika Waititi's head, he's got this image where he wants children to be mjolnering stuffed animals. Right. Like, right. he's got this thing, so he will make that happen in the same weird, convoluted, hyper-extended way that he even allowed Jane to pick up the hammer in the first place. I kind of like the backstory, even though it was very contrived to allow her to do it. I love the idea that she gets a notion because she's in the movie, she's very sick, and she just has this thing where I guess Mjolnir's talking to her or she thinks it might help. Right, right. So she goes to New Asgard where it's, kept as a souvenir under the glass that people get when they tour the area and it starts vibrating. And I'm like, actually, I don't love this idea, but I love how creative it's trying it's, to be. But let's go with it. Doing something. Yeah. Right. And then, and that's still early enough in the film where I'm having fun because Tessa Thompson as, I guess her name's just Valkyrie. You know, she is a Valkyrie, but I guess it's just Valkyrie. Right. Um, I love the scene and it's in the trailer too. So this doesn't ruin anything. It's just disposable. She's, King Valkyrie now, and she's just sitting in what is, in essence, a very boring city hall meeting. Right. And th- and she's got the look on her face that Conan has at the end of his film, where he's like, <laughs> I should be killing everyone. Right. And I'm sitting here doing nothing. Right. And she, to her credit, she's, I mean, I didn't love her in the Men in Black film with Chris Helmsworth, but I do like her in, in her other work. She's got the perfect expression on her face. Like, what am I doing here? Right. We are built for more than this. And yet... And, and I sidetracked myself by saying this, you know, when Gore is finally there to kidnap the kids and there's this big shadow battle, I'm like, now I'm just watching Venom again. Right, right. The special effects look awful. I don't know where everything is. Everything is just slithering. And I don't even understand why you're here. If you're a god killer and you are so underdeveloped as a character, you have to, I mean, you never assume that this is someone's first movie, but I'm doing all the work for the character in the background based on every other film I've ever seen and, and story I've ever read to fill in what you could have dropped in two minutes. Right. Just show some initiative. Right. Do something. The The whole part with uh, the kids and we have to go to this other, the shadow realm, realm or something. Yeah, right. And then the shadow realm turns out to be like some oh kind of God. My Little Prince planet yeah. where... Yeah, right. <laughs> where yep. And, and there's no color and what it's such a goofy idea. But the whole thing, uh, that part with the kids and several other parts that happen in right the movie, up to, yeah. just basically betray the fact that there is some dumbass outline. Like, you know, when you watch the special features on the Pixar movie and it yeah, goes, right. here's the outline of every movie. And right. look, it, here's where it happens in this and it's yeah. whatever. And you go, oh my God, I thought all those movies were... right." Different and creative cool and, all and original, great ideas yeah, or whatever. No. And you're telling me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. it's this dumbass outline, right? And and this movie has some outline, yeah. And it's like, hey, look, man, we're at this part of the outline where somebody has to be in peril, yeah. or somebody has to be, you know, either kidnapped or or somebody has to be uh, on the road to something where mm-hmm. they, you know, encounter some difficulty or whatever. So you have to fill in something in here. And he, uh, well, a bunch of kids get. I guess kidnapped this is what we'll do. And, yeah. And the idea is we're kidnapping the children in order to lure the hero to come to us because that's never happened before in a movie. And this is like interesting somehow when, you know, like you said, what does he need that for? I mean, plus with what he seems able to do, right. Right. What the hell does he need that for at all? He can just appear next to Thor apparently. Right. Right. right? And so why do we have to lure him anywhere? And it doesn't seem to matter if, Thor has any 
friends with him or yeah. has any backup because you can just make all the shadow creatures you want. Right. And then, but if we go to the shadow realm where he's more powerful and he can make his vine hut yeah. hold everyone. Right. What? How does that make any sense? Right. Like it's all, everything that happens is just like the sword talking, right? right. It's like, I don't know. I need this to work this way right now. Okay, right. then Do that's it. how it works. Instead of instead of just a quick second where, you know, because we see a montage of the gods that Gore has killed on his way to introducing us to Sif again. And which was one of the more interesting parts of the movie, actually. Strangely, was just even watching though, the the <laughs> the backstory of his killing spree. It, was right. That was that better. and then he steps on it when he's trying to explain you know, how stupid Sif is, you know, she's like, you know, she's taking a loss in battle and she's like, you know, I'll be in Valhalla. And he's like, actually, you got to die to do that. I think she'd know that. You got to die. In I think the she battle, would, I think right? she and would actually know that, over. but you're telling that to us because we're idiots. Right. And it's a funny line, but how much, how much time would it have taken to just suggest, even if it isn't true that every God Gore kills makes Gore tougher. Right. So that's why he wouldn't start with Thor. You go for a few little gods. Right. Go right. for a few pick them off gods and get a little bit stronger. It's very video game like. Right. But at least it's something that just makes more sense because I don't know why he doesn't just pop up into that god chamber where everyone's, you know, having the bacchanalia and just start stabbing people left and right. right. Like now. Right. Power, and, then the, and then they throw that thing in there uh, when, when they're in that completely stupid scene. Mm. Um, you know, that scene reminded me almost of like the March brothers, right? Like we have to watch Chico play the piano for like right. 10 minutes. Now that's what this scene is right. like, just look at all the pretty for a little right. while, but everything that happens is, is dumb. Yep. And then we throw that thing in there where Zeus has to say something like, uh, you know, we're all here and nobody knows where we are, but you know where we are. So like you can't leave or whatever. Yeah. Right. How can you not know where they are? What right. does that even mean? In the universe that you've created at yeah. this point. And then God. that's that keeps happening, that right? Do, that, yeah. That, the whole thing, all this stuff keeps happening where it's like, I don't know, whatever makes sense right now, right? Yeah. Uh, apparently, everyone has always known that there is some magical thing at the end of the universe or right. the center of the universe right. or whatever where if you get there, then you get a wish. A wish. Which, right. who is that? Right. What, what wish? Why is there a thing for a wish? Why has no one gone there before? Right. At some point, somebody wrote down this thing that tells you that the magical thing Thor has is mm -hmm. actually the key. Well, somebody wrote that down. Right. Somebody knew that before. Why didn't they go get it? And what? How do you not know where the center of the universe is? Because apparently in this movie, everybody it's knows pretty where clear. it is. And they just go there really easily. Why not just also, you know, why didn't Thanos just go there when he had all the stones? Right. Or, or two of the stones and be like, well, I found you. Right. Now I get my wish. I wish for all the stones. Or right. I wish for anything. I And, you know, th that whole thing took everything to a new low Anyway, because I thought, all right, so now the god killer wants to destroy everything, or why doesn't he just wish that he could go back with his kid, or that I mean, 50 million wishes possible there to give him an outcome that he never gets right. with the person he wants, but we want to set up this dumb ending right. with a lead into something else that looks very comic book-like, and well, because that's the way. And we're this whole roll. this whole goofy oh, thing where it's like we give him the choice at the end, and Thor's like, "You have a choice, and you could do right. this." Right. And and he's like, "But I'm dying, really? Because you're at the fucking wish place. Right. Guess what? So that's what if, it. <laughs> what if you wished for this and that? Right. Or you know, you right. know, I mean, what the whole thing is like so moronically goofy. And uh, we're running out of time here, but I, God. you know, I have to say, uh, the the one thing that I do like in this movie. Um, I mean, there. Focus the last two minutes. There, there are a few. Do this. There are a few bits that are yeah. okay, right? There, there are actually a few yeah, scenes are. that are funny. Sure. You know, the ninth goat thing is pretty funny because we gave actually. it a three and a half. You know, this whatever. isn't zero. We've, right, been, no. we've been kinder to zeros and ones before. Right. It's 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 not that terrible, and it has some fun things yeah. in it. But the one thing that I really do like is uh, Christian Bale. 
Yeah. Almost all the time, but not all the time no. because a couple of the scenes are He's stupid. In, yeah. But I I like Christian Bale, and I swear to God, I think he was tricked into this movie. I really do. <laughs> I really think no. that at the end of the day, he was tricked into it. I think they sent him just the pages right. of almost all of his scenes. <laughs> right. Like you got the beginning scene, That'd you got be really the very funny. end scene. They yeah. sent him just that, yeah. and they went, Look, man, we're going a whole other way. Look, here's the pages. Do your and thing. he read them, and he was like yeah I can you know that. he re- he read what was happening yeah. at that beginning right. and just like us he right. said well shit i'm yeah i guess I'm this is a good movie right right <laughs> i don't know but uh but but because the, the thing is like he's never in the movie right at any of the points where we're being utterly ridiculous right right, right. And the the there are a couple that I don't like that he's in. I don't like the scene where he's like basically trying to scare the kids. That's just yeah, stupid. that was dumb. That scene is just un- got, completely you unnecessary. You wouldn't you, do it. You could cut that scene, right. and it'd make no difference to anything. Right. It's just a stupid thing. Um, but most of the stuff towards the end, he's in like a he's in like a fight. Where you know he's trying to get through the deal. You've got the very end scene. You could send him all yeah. of his pages. Yeah. <laughs> and he might go, "Hey man, I mean, right. this looks like That would it's be great if you good. could get if you could get an interview with Bale if we got him here and you just leaded with like, oh, did you read the full screenplay? That's the, the first the first thing I would ask him because no one no one will ask him that. No one. No one will ever so ask. You got to ask him at the I, end. I, I no, I would ask him right away. Yeah. Like, you were no, tricked into that, right? Yeah. It'll be like 10 years from now <laughs> and I'll interview him and I'll go, "So, yeah. listen. It's, it's I'm lucky that movies don't run a certain way because if we weren't doing a podcast and if we weren't seeing all the films that we were if if we lived in a world where you sat down and you watched the first seven minutes of a movie and then you paid what you thought that experience was going to be like that opening scene i'd be like well here's 20 bucks here's 35 dollars like this is going to be amazing and then i would have been very unhappy right because of what i got you know i there is there is some good stuff in there there are some fun moments for me, the longer the movie goes on, the less fun it felt because the the convoluted, weird, retroactive, backpedaling stories that they had to tell just to make a fart joke or whatever is, is happening. I just wish it was more... And it's strange that Kevin Feige was, you know, still on deck with all this stuff. Like, I, I just feel like they don't all have to be absolute A-plus films, but they could resemble more like the Captain America films where he definitely changes and grows and improves every single film while showing up in other films, you know, in the ensemble, this just feels like we don't know what to do. This almost feels like the problem that they have with the Hulk, which is he's great with other characters, but a standalone Hulk film, is just not going to work. Right. Maybe we should have him do a dance off. You know, know, I I think, And uh, we got to get out of here. So, uh, you know, just to drop, I I think seriously, like we might be coming to the end of Mm -hmm. the Marvel Universe movies being able to just make anything. Because I think I think that's where we are in this movie. I think that's where we are really with like the last four or five Marvel movies is I just don't think there are people who care. Right. In 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 making the movie because it. Because it just doesn't matter. I, this movie will make a ton of money yeah. no matter what it is, right? right? right. But I think that's only going to last so long, right? Yeah. They, and and at this point, we're we're moving towards just you know sheer I, idiocy. And the more we get into the uh, multiverse, and yeah, now right. everything, everything is, is everything multi, and right. whatever, it's all like really going off the rails. You go back yeah. to the beginning with like first Iron Man, uh-huh. first Captain America and like, you know, maybe whatever they are like maybe the first like five Marvel movies. Yeah. You are in a whole other realm yeah. of movie than what yep. we're getting now. We're now. And and they just still will for a few more movies. Yeah. Uh they will just make money no matter what they are, yeah. but at some point like that's going to give you know, yeah, and, and then, then it's and gonna then, snap, and then the next one's gonna come coming. out, yeah, and then they're all gonna be Morbius, man. Right. Like, <laughs> they're not gonna, they're the, no one's gonna show up. There was a hint that they were running towards the Secret Wars. This film makes me think that they're running towards the gods versus the heroes. I, I don't want to see that. 
This but, makes me think they're running towards like the DC prehistoric yeah, world right. dinosaurs, Mary's, whatever yeah. the yeah, hell right. that is. Yeah. I don't even know what that is really, but I've seen I've seen some stuff. This is good. I mean, people are going to see it. There's no way to dissuade them from it. But it just this wasn't really that good. No, it's awful. But uh, next week, nope. We we will get to review Nope. Yeah. And uh, we'll also have the gray man. Yeah. And I, I want to throw out uh, one more time before uh, we get out of here. Uh, check out the sea beast. If, uh, yeah, if that is that. a, uh, anything you have any interest in yeah. whatsoever, I think you'll really like yeah, it. Yeah. That's uh, cool. If you, uh, you know, I don't know if you watch the Who trailer knows, for an but... anim- animated film and don't <laughs> care at all, then probably right, not. But right. it's uh, it's really it was kind of surprising. That's cool. So, yeah. thanks for tuning in, and uh, next week we will uh, be here with Nope. Oh, man, bye <laughs> bye. Hey, listeners! On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by AreYouScreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>